these days when i'm speaking to marketers they're like you know you should uh, show off your lavish cars you should show off your spending great holidays and you're you're having a lot of money i don't like to do it overdo it don't do it even if you have the nice watch and the nice car and the house and all this if your goal is getting more clients show more clients show how successful they are nothing converts better than showing the clients a lot of the people who have no money are completely broke are showing that off the people i know I probably know more billionaires than most people. They're not doing this. The people who are truly successful aren't doing I know it looks like because you go on the social media and you see these people showing off these things. You know, I know it looks like that's something you need to do. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. everyone welcome to breaking boundaries with aditi where we delve deep inside into the minds of extraordinary individuals who are making a difference in their fields i'm your host aditi jain and today we have the privilege of interviewing dennis yu he is a ceo he is the ceo of blitzpetrix dollar a day strategy like that viral strategy that everybody wants to know he is the creator of that he's a co-author of best selling book on amazon on social media the definitive guide to tiktok ads guys it's crazy go check that out he has spent billion dollars on facebook ads across his agencies and he's partnering with amazing businesses out there and not only that his mission is to create million jobs for people which is super super amazing in the times that we live in where people are literally getting laid off mr yu is over here who's going to help you and who is on a mission to help those people through social media advertising create million jobs and he's spoken over at 750 conferences in 20 plus countries has flown over 6 million miles in last 30 years to train up young adults and business owners which is super crazy So hey Dennis how are you doing Hey Didi how are you doing I'm doing amazing how are you Excellent So Dennis can you like you know I know you've gotten this question a lot but I really because I'm an engineer myself so it I I really curious that how did you go from being a yahoo search engineer to becoming a prominent figure you know in the social advert uh, social media advertising world like what made that shift I've always been where the traffic has been So 25 years ago my first real job was at American Airlines and that's where the world's largest computer system was booking of hotels and flights and other kinds of travel and then the next biggest computer system became the search engines so I was at Yahoo and then the next biggest computer system was social media and I just work well where there's a lot of data I think data is a lot of fun Yeah That's amazing. So when you mentioned data, you are really famous for this one thing, dollar a day strategy in the, the digital marketing space like it's literally the viral thing that everybody knows about. So can you explain the concept behind it and how did you actually develop it? Well, it's always the dollar a day is a testing strategy and I've always been about how do you use data to be able to find the winner. to be able to make the most money. Like imagine like today I'm in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is where there's a lot of gambling that's occurring. But gambling is when it's not in your favor. It's when you usually lose. It's too much risk, but I consider running ads on Facebook or Google the exact opposite of gambling. Yes, it's risk, but you win most of the time. So if I could go to Facebook and put in $5 and know that I could get back $50, 
or do the same thing on TikTok or do it. And this is the best selling book in social media on Amazon. It's on TikTok. Why wouldn't I do that? Right. If you need you knew Aditi that you could put in a thousand dollars in the Facebook and get back five thousand or some number, how often would you do that? I would do it every day. But you would want to make sure that you're not going to lose money. But what right. if I told you that when you played this game, only one in ten times would you win, but ninety percent of the times you would lose money. Would you want to play? Well, it's risky. And I would be so, scared to play it. So the lowest cost to be able to play this game is $1. So it's yeah. $1 per day for advertising. I started making a Facebook ad in 2007. And when I made the ad and I selected the budget, it said, I think I said an ad for a week. And I tried to set an spend $1 over a week. And it said, no, no, no. The minimum budget warning is $1 per day. I said, $1 per day. Okay. And that's what I did. And when you find a winner, right? It's like a lottery ticket or it's good gambling. But when when you spend a dollar, maybe one in 10 times you find a winner, then you can say, now I'm going to spend $50. Now I'm going to spend $100. But you have to test to find the winner. And that's the whole point of dollar a day. It has nothing to do with Facebook or Google or YouTube or Instagram or Snapchat or any of those. It's about the testing strategy to be able to find a winner. You might put 50 ads out there and you've spent $7 on each one. So you spent $350 to test, but you might find five or six winners. And those winners, you're going to put more money on because that's what's going to drive leads, sales, all kinds of other things you're looking for. That's amazing. That's super powerful. <laughs> really, that made me realize that as being in the coaching space, I myself started organically getting scared about the fact that, you know, what if I'm doing ads and they're not reaching the right people. So yeah. eventually, if you if you would suggest someone the dollar a dollar a day strategy, what would you exactly tell them? OK, big enough people, because people who are watching you right now, they're like in the beginning phase of the businesses, like five thousand dollars a month, two thousand dollars a month they're making right mm -hmm. now. So mm -hmm. what would you suggest to them when they because organic is awesome. I, I've scaled myself a lot. But if you mix with paid ads and it's like uh, skyrocketing. So what would you suggest to those people? Paid ads do not solve a broken strategy. So if your goals, content and targeting aren't in the right place, if you're not happily delivering to a particular niche, <laughs> a particular client base, that loves you where you solve a particular problem and you've solved that problem repeatedly and you have clients that are willing to talk about how you solve that problem, then dollar a day is not going to solve your business problem. What dollar a day will do is amplify what's already working for you. So if you're Dan Ulin and as an example, and you sell to high income parents that have children that want to get into great universities and succeed. And you've done that repeatedly. I think Dan does $300,000, $400,000 a year doing this as a solo coach. Amazing. But he knows exactly his audience. He knows exactly what he provides, right? He's got happy clients to talk about him. He even interviews them on his podcast. That's a successful business. And he approached me a few months ago and said, now I want to scale to a million dollars a year, his coaching business. And I said, great, dog. Dollar a day is perfect for you because you have an existing healthy business. You just want to get more of what's already working. So when you take the ingredients of what's already working, the interviews with the clients, the podcast, the book that you have, maybe the videos that or webinars that have worked well before, 
whatever's worked well organically before, we're going to run ads against it. Maybe we'll take the one-hour webinar and we'll chop it up into different pieces and test those particular pieces and see which ones work the best. When we can find those winning pieces, then we can spend $10 a day, $50 a day, $100 a day. So dollar a day is not to fix a business problem, but it's to scale existing components. And those existing components, we're trying to make better versions. We're refining, we're filming other variations of them. A lot of it's video, but it's about taking the signal of happy clients and trying to get more of the same thing. This is probably the biggest mistake in dollar a day is that people who don't have a business and don't have any clients and they think dollar a day is going to solve the problem. No, no, no. You, Whatever you do, coaching and whatever area, whatever niche you serve, you have to be super, super clear on exactly what that is. You have to have already succeeded, at least with a few clients. Then dollar a day will give you more of that. That was amazing. And you mentioned that whatever works in organic, just run your ads toward it because it's already working. Your audience is loving it. So there's a chance that more people will love it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I boost posts all the time. There's a new feature on Facebook that allows you to take your profile. You go click on the three dots. If you guys are on Facebook, go to your profile, click on the three dots on the right side, and you can turn on professional mode. Yeah. That then allows you to boost your posts. I boosted 20 posts, 30 posts just in the last day or two. So I went all the way back to 2021 <laughs> to 2020, and I found some of the posts that drove me the most leads where I talked about SEO, or I talked about something that I learned, right? How to build websites to rank on your name. Or I made a post a couple of weeks ago about how do you trigger a knowledge panel? So if you Google me, you'll see this whole set of blocks in different colors show up, which is normally like what celebrities get when you Google their name. Yeah. That's a knowledge panel. And I explained how to do that. And that post did so well. What did I do? I spent a dollar a day promoting it. And I've had posts that have been running for years that continue to run. So I don't need to rely only on organic. Most people make the mistake where they, they spend 90% of their time trying to make new content, new content, yes. new content, new content, spend 90% of your time optimizing your existing content. So you're boosting it. You're making variations of something that's already proven. Most people, if you're a coach or consultant, author, speaker, expert, whatever, you probably have it backwards because you're coming out with new stuff all the time. Why don't you optimize your greatest hits? So you're saying that whatever, so you, if we just boost the ads, uh, like you mentioned through the profile, so what kind of outcome can people see? Like, will they be getting more leads or for more of whatever it is thing you want? The dollar a day strategy is so simple and so powerful. What is working well and how do we get more of that same thing? You want leads, you want phone calls, you want people to watch your webinar, you want people to come to a landing page. We want to get more out of the thing that's already proven to work. If it's worked well organically, it'll work well on paid. If it's sucked organically, how well do you think it's going to work on paid? Makes sense. So let's say someone's post gone viral organically. You know, there's a question out there for you. Someone's post gone viral organically and uh, they are on professional mode and they want to boost that. That was a lifestyle post, like before and after, uh, you know, like their <coughs> journey. So what yeah. do you think... Like, what do you think uh, kind of results can they expect after boosting that post for dollar a day? If your organic post did well, meaning you had at least a 10% engagement rate, 10% of people who saw that post, like, commented, or shared, 
you will probably get about the same on the paid side if you have chosen the right audience. The best default audience is people who are like you and who are similar, right? People who follow your page and who are similar because we're, we're amplifying the same kind of audience, right? But if you choose a completely random audience that has never heard of you, that isn't the same audience that work well organically, then you're going to get different results, which might be okay. But if, if you want to know how it works, conversion or engagement, especially on social, is the intersection of content and targeting, right? And in Facebook, they called that, they still call it relevant score. They used to give us the number from one to 10. Now they break it into these three factors and they've kind of hidden yeah. some of it. Google gives it to us in quality score. It's the same thing. Intersection of content and targeting. In the Google world, CTR is the biggest piece. Facebook, because there's more ways to react, it's CTR, which is engagement rate, which are how many different ways people can react. So it's yeah. the same mathematical principle of relevancy, quality. And when it's high, then it sends a signal to both Facebook and Google that, hey, this content people really like. Yeah. But that's why people would do clickbait. Hey, click here if you want to know the three ways to lose belly fat or you know these other ways to try to <clears throat> bait people into clicking. But if you truly provide value, which goes back to if you really are showing how you do stuff instead of teasing people about, hey, would you like to make an extra $10,000 a month or you know, hey, with the power of AI, I can teach you how to completely automate your marketing, but you're going to have to pay $97 for my secret program. So don't do stuff like that, right? But if you're truly providing value, then and it worked well organically, and it has some kind of trust because you're actually showing how instead of teasing people how, but not actually giving them the value, well, that, that's the difference between those people who make it in advertising and those who don't. Amazing. That was... That was super awesome. And the biggest, like the biggest one was like, what's working in organic? Just scale that to paid ads because it's all it's literally that simple audience. Yeah. Why, why make it so difficult? Why, you know, the people that are trying to sell marketing programs would have you believe it's some crazy secret. And then you have to pay them to get access to the secret. If you're a heart surgeon or a pilot or a mechanic or anyone with any kind of expertise, is it a secret what you do? No, people hire you, especially high ticket because yeah. they know, like, and trust you because they see who else you're working with because they don't want to have to go watch all the YouTube videos and try to figure it out. They right. want to talk to you and they're willing to pay for it and they have more money than they have time. 100% true. That just blew my mind. That was amazing. Thank you for that. And yeah. I'll don't think you have any kind of secret. Just give away all your information. Oh, they'll never hire me. My competitors will find out. The only competitor you have is your own mindset. Yeah. I mean, if you want to make more money as a coach, you need to raise your price, and you need to, which then allows you to spend more money on ads and it gives you better clients. I mean, there are enough people for every one of us to be able to get clients. The abundance mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. And, you know, before, uh, like when we were starting this podcast, you also mentioned that there is a success rate and there is a failure rate as well. Like ads do yeah. get successful and ads do get, uh, you know, they fail as well. So what yeah. do you think are the primary factors that, you know, often lead to the failures of ads? Well, first off, you're not testing. So most people, they come up with an idea and they think it's a great idea and they put it out there. And, you know, let's say I'm a really good free throw shooter, really good at basketball, but 
there's no guarantee I'm going to make it in every time. So if there's a contest and the contest said you have, you know, you can either take one shot or you can take 10 shots. You just need to make one. And there's no penalty for taking more shots. You can have up to 10 shots. I'm going to take all 10 shots. I'm not going to take just one shot, even if I'm really good. Yeah. So people fail because they literally don't test. I can't tell you how many ad accounts I've gone in thousands to audit. And I see that there's been no evidence of testing. Or they find something that did, you know, something did win, but then they moved on to make some new post. Maybe it's some organic post did well, and they never boosted it. So the failure is always around not recognizing a winner and not scaling it up. I was in an ad account yesterday. I think it has 200 some ads in there and it was a mess. They had no idea what was winning and what wasn't winning. And they're going against the wrong signal. This, these guys were spending $900,000 a month on Facebook ads wow. and they were going for leads, which I guess makes sense, but they're getting a bunch of low quality leads because they were telling Facebook, yes, I just want leads instead of going for marketing qualified leads and people that meet certain criteria. So if you don't feed the right signal in, you're going to get garbage because Facebook's going to optimize to whatever you select. Ask anybody who is a top digital performance advertiser across any channel. Could be like a Tom Breeze for YouTube. Could be like a Rudy Maurer on Facebook. Could be Kurt Malley. Could be like a Leanna Ling. Any of these people. And they'll tell you that 90% of your success in advertising is in the setup. Meaning you have to pass through the conversion signal so it can optimize to the sale or to the sales qualified lead or ROAS or the cost per phone call that's at least one minute long or optimizing towards the actual business outcome. You have to pass that data through offline conversions, integration with HubSpot, Zoho, Infusionsoft, Shopify, you know, whatever it is. If you're a coach, there's some place where you're booking your calls, like call rail. Most people are using call rail. Then pull that call rail data through and say, I'm optimizing the book calls, right? So it's it's in the setup. If you have your digital plumbing, which is all your data together, tag manager, conversion, being tracked properly in GA4, pixels, UTM parameters. If you have all that set up and you have a business where you have happy clients already, you can optimize towards clients, towards getting new clients not getting clicks. Who cares? Oh, I got clicks for 50 cents. Good for you. Oh, I got, you know, I got leads. People who filled out a form and gave me the name and email. I got leads for only $5. Great. But are they any good? If I'm selling a $50,000 program, I don't want a bunch of garbage leads that I have to talk to on the phone. Right? Right. People make all the same mistakes. It doesn't matter what kind of coaching or consulting you offer. It's the same problem I see every time. And then they turn around and they blame, oh, well, Facebook doesn't work. Oh, I tried Dennis's YouTube strategy dollar a day. Didn't work. No, you didn't do it. You didn't pass through the signal. You should know all the factors before you dive deep into it and use a dollar a day strategy. It's Groundhog Day for me. Every day I see it over and over and over again. I've seen it for years, for the last 17 years. Can you imagine every day seeing people make the same mistake? They drive over the cliff. And they crash. And I try to tell people, I'm telling people right now, you're watching live or on the replay. This is the mistake that you are making. Right. It's very simple. It's what, if you think about what the algorithm wants, right? The engine, of course, they want to spend your money, right? They want you to spend money. But if you don't tell it what you want, 
Or if you tell the wrong thing, you tell it, you just want clicks. You tell it, you just want leads, which is people filling out the form. That might not be enough, right? It may be also that you only have a couple leads coming in per week. So there's not enough data to optimize. So you're still stuck on the learning phase. That might be true too, but you're not passing through the right signal. You're not, you're not passing through the winners. You got to pass through the data and you have to be very clear. You can't just help people with you know, happiness or having a better marriage or something like that. That's great, but you need to be more specific. You need to tell stories. You need to make vertical videos. You need to co-create content with your clients. If your content's just you, that could work, but it's never as powerful as the credibility of showing how other people like the exact people you want to reach are getting the same result. That's how people decide. Testimonial is one of the best social currency for any business, not only coaching, but obviously all the businesses out there. And in one of your tweets yeah. also, you highlighted an interesting perspective that don't ask for testimonials, make it as a success story. I don't like testimonials. I think testimonials are see-through. I think potential clients, they see testimonials. I was with somebody yesterday and I was looking at their homepage and they coach, I forgot what they were selling. But at the bottom, it said, and John said this, and Chris said this, and Mary said this, and there's a circle face, and then a sentence or two. That's a testimonial. Yes. And most people think, well, of course, testimonials are good, right? I mean, it's better to have testimonials than not have anything, right? That's true. But testimonials, when you go to a page and you see all these testimonials, you might read them, but you know they're selected. You know that it, you know, might not even be that person. So you know it's better than a testimonial. Success. You never ask a client for a testimonial. Yeah. You interview them on your podcast for 15 <laughs> minutes. Doesn't matter if you have a podcast or not, just say you do and then put it on YouTube. Now you have a podcast. You know, call it the whatever, whatever channel. Yeah. And today we're interviewing people who have overcome whatever this issue is, right? And I'm so glad to have Aditi on my show today. Aditi, tell me. You know, how did, what, what is your secret? You know, what did you do and where were you before? And so you interview them like a host. And when you do that and they talk about their story, they invariably will mention how you help them. So you never asked for the testimonial, but you don't need to, because if they love you, it'll show through and the vibe and the body language and the little stories that come out are way more powerful than testimonials. Cause then you can use that, chop it up, that 15, 20 minute video, chop it up into Instagram stories and turn it into articles and blog posts and all of these different kinds of content you can make, which is called repurposing, right? Yes. So don't go for a testimonial. Asking for a testimonial, I believe, is a amateur mistake. Instead, yeah. interview them on your podcast for 15 minutes. Don't ask them to make a video for you. A lot of people are too shy and nervous to do that. Get them on a Zoom call, interview them on your podcast, and then ask them a series of questions that highlight them. Amazing. This is what Dan Eulen does. This is what I told you. This, this He runs the Elite Student Academy, helping these students of wealthy families get into great schools. And he's helping Southeast Asian parents, you know, Indian and Asian moms. So what does he do? He's interviewing these students. He's asking these students, hey, how did you get into, you know, you started writing a book or you started holding a mastermind or workshop and it's been successful and you're now learning communication skills or congratulations on getting into the school. Tell us, you know, how did you overcome the fear and the pressure, right? Of trying to, of getting into a good school and how did you study and what did you write in your essay? And how do you prepare? 
So he's asking them and then they're saying, well, this is what I did. And also by being in your program, I got a lot of help and I didn't realize I didn't have the right extracurricular activities. I didn't realize that I could actually reach out to these CEOs and get a job before they ever posted an internship. I didn't realize I could do that. I didn't realize I could build a personal brand and a website and interview other people. And I learned that all through your program, Dan, right? I'm so glad I'm an elite, you know, this elite student coaching program you have. It's been incredible. And, you know, my parents are so happy because my mom was so worried that, you know, I wouldn't be successful in life if I didn't get into the right school and I felt all this pressure. But I'm so glad to have someone like you in my life. So you see how that's more powerful than just they a few relate. words underneath the circle picture of them on a website? And they make the audience relatable to you. Exactly. And if you're a coach, people see the humanity of who you are and they want to work with you and they, want, they see you in action. Yeah. It's just way more powerful. Most coaches, there's nothing that shows their credibility. When I look at your social media, when I look at your website, I look at your YouTube, I want to see what it's like getting coaching from you. And if I can't see that, there's a hundred other coaches that can do the same thing. As far as I can tell, right? Right. That was a very powerful lesson. Then there is a lot of people in the market out there. Why should I choose you? Yeah. And so I don't have any, I don't do any cold calls. I don't use, there's all kinds of AI tools that will do cold email outreach and spam people on Instagram yeah. and LinkedIn and whatnot. I don't use any of that. They all come to me. They're all inbound. Wow. I had 40 people that came to me in the last week because I made a post showing how agencies rip off clients in the local space, especially in home services. And I explained how it's done. And my friend Marco Cipolla and I in this studio recorded five tips on what you need to do and exactly how you hold your agency accountable. And I said at the end of that, if you want me to do a quick audit of your business and help you with that, I'm happy to do that, right? Just make a $50 or more donation to my friend who runs his nonprofit for homeless people in Los Angeles. Invisible people. Mark Horvath runs it. And so 40 people signed up for an audit. Wow. And it was all inbound, right? I made the post. I boosted it because it did well. I I, st I think instead of putting a dollar a day against it, because it already did so well, I think I put like $20 <laughs> a day against it for a week. So I spent $140 on that post. But it, it was already proven to do well. And yeah. I knew who the audience was. It was home service businesses and doctors, <laughs> mainly the people that run local service businesses, not anybody on the planet that wants help with their SEO or trying to figure out what's going on with their Facebook ads or whatnot, right? right? And I gave very specific examples by showing how I've already audited hundreds of other garage door, window cleaning, carpet repair. I've already audited, audited a whole bunch of businesses like that. And I showed those examples. See? Wow. You can literally go to my Facebook right now and scroll through the last few posts and see how they perform. Guys, go do that. Like The engagement is crazy. It's not just the high engagement. It's driving leads that turn into sales. It's driving what we want. Yeah. There are a lot of people that want to give you advice in online marketing, and they have no idea what they're talking about. Look at people who actually are successfully doing it now. Not they were successful five years ago, and now they have a book and they speak on stage, but they've never done it. Look at people who are succeeding every single day in the thing that they're practicing. If they're not doing it every single day, 
they're like an obese weight loss coach. Yes, their advice might be good, but are they practicing it themselves? Yeah. That's no, I, I look at people. A lot of people want to give me advice, especially in the world of online marketing, right? And you want to give people the advice. Well, you know, we got to practice what we preach. We got to be interviewing other people that are successful. The best signal is people who are actively successfully documenting what they're doing. It doesn't matter how good your video studio is, right? It doesn't matter how nice the microphone is. What matters is you're actively showing how you do it. 100%. And then they come to you. So if you feel like you need to pay some other person or use this magic copywriting headline formula, AI, whatever, you're just being fooled by people that want to sell you, lose 30 pounds in 30 days with my magic pill. If you're willing to fall for that, you're willing to fall for all this other stuff out there. Don't, you know, that's garbage, right? Yes. The only thing that's real is you and your clients and you honestly sharing how you're doing stuff, not in a sales pitchy way, but in a, here's my day-to-day life. One, two, three, four, five. This is how I do it. And that's what people connect with. Wow. That was amazing. Look at what I do on Facebook. I'm even posting pictures of me at the trampoline park or (laughs) I'm in Chicago riding jet skis. That has nothing to do with digital marketing, but it's everything to do with showing the kind of person I am, showing relationships that I've had for many years, I have a friend that's flying in the town. He has a a horrible degenerative illness that has no cure. And he's going to be here in Vegas in the next few hours. And we're going to hang out. And tomorrow we're, we're going to do oxygen baths because I care so much for this friend. I want to see him. I want to see him improve his health and his immune system. Yeah. And I'm doing this not because I'm trying to promote anything, but when people see this, they're going to see the kind of people that I hang out with. They're going to see what my values are. And if you're a coach, people choose you because they get a, they get the sense they can relate to you. They get the sense that you care. Yeah. As simple as it sounds, literally showing that you care for other people in a genuine way, right? With people that you've known for a long time. And then when you have the social proof, if you look at mine, of other people engaging, saying, yes, I've known Dennis for many, many years and you know, blah, 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 right? then your community is doing the work for you. That's the most important point here today. How do you get your community and your clients to do the work for you? Well, they have to have said something and then you have to boost it so other people can see it. So I've boosted all of my good posts from the last couple of years. I don't need to make any new content at all. I could stop making content for the next three years. I could do nothing. And I would still get clients coming in because I can boost these existing posts. Amazing. That's awesome. Really? How are we doing on on the live? Do we have some comments? I guess I can't see this. I went to your page at DD. I don't see your live streaming on Facebook, right? Where is this? It's Facebook group, actually. Oh, it's a group. Okay. Yeah. That's why. And that that was amazing. Like, really. And, you know, I really want to see. I see how simple and authentic you are on your profile. And these days when I'm speaking to marketers, they're like, you know, you should uh, show off your lavish cars. You should show off your, uh, like you're spending great holidays and you're, you're having a lot of money and stuff like that. You need to be looking really fancy and all that stuff. And yeah. I, I somewhat agree to it only a little bit that I don't like to do it, overdo it. But someone already said Don't do it. Me. I mean, unless you want to be like that. Is, is, is that how you represent this? So there's this guy who unfortunately ripped off 
a lot of people in the home service business. His name is Ryan Davis of Service Legend. And he's showing pictures of his new Porsche and his luxury lifestyle and all these vacations. Meanwhile, he's not taking care of his clients. So his Instagram, even though he thinks it looks good to show off his great life, how much money he's spending, right? Uh, what he's really doing is saying that he cares about himself more than he cares about clients. Do you see me showing <coughs> pictures and videos when I'm riding a private jet? No, I was with a friend who owns a private jet. Yeah. And I was going to take a picture and, and say, <laughs> look, look at his jet. But he said, no, 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 don't do this. Yes. Because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. My buddy Naveen Jain, he's a billionaire, right? Look him up. He drives a beautiful red Ferrari. Do you see any pictures or videos with him and his red Ferrari? No. Look him up. Is it because he's ashamed of his life or ashamed of the big house that he has that's like very close to Bill Gates' house in Seattle? No. It's because he wants to keep the focus on how he is solving health. Like he's solving health because of vial and what he's doing with scanning RNA and telling you what's wrong with your diet and what's causing different kinds of illnesses at the root, which is inflammation of different types. Yeah. That's the focus, right? He has a company that's mining the moon. He's the only company that's allowed. He's got a license from the government to go to the moon and extract materials. Like what an amazing, I mean, of course you have to be a billionaire to be doing things like this, but the focus is on this. And his children, right? He's focusing on how successful they are as entrepreneurs and they're winning awards. So he's talking about that. Do you see him posting about all his money and his homes and his jets? No. No. It's more about value and your success stories. Yeah. My buddy, Bill Harnish, he's a billionaire. And he was a guy who funded Costco and Best Buy. You probably know those companies and shop at those companies. Yes. We were in Costco one time. And he was buying the gigantic six pack of muffins, you know, the blueberry muffins. If you go to Costco, you know what I'm talking about in the bakery section. It's amazing. And he didn't post. In fact, you can't even find him on social media. He doesn't hang out on social media, right? Do you see, can you imagine that? I mean, yes, there's some people that love to pose all this kind of stuff, but most of those people that are posing their lifestyle are trying to sell you this coaching program, right? Yes. So I'm suspicious of people that focus so much on, Oh, I'm in Dubai today and I'm staying in this fancy place. Oh, look, I'm in first class. Good for you. I have over a million miles in first class. And yes, I have taken pictures and videos in first class because on American Airlines, when you fly to London, they have this beautiful, well, A, they have the caviar, which the other airlines don't do, but B, they have a Haagen-Dazs sundae. So they roll down the cart and they you choose the ice cream, you choose the toppings, so the cherries and the nuts and the whipped cream. And I think it's amazing, right? <laughs> and yes, I did take, I, I took some pictures of that because I really liked it. But I'm not doing it to try to say, look at me, I'm flaunting this successful lifestyle. Even if you have the nice watch and the nice car and the house and all this, the thing that if your goal is getting more clients, show more clients, right? Right. Show how successful they are. Nothing converts better than showing the clients, right? Because I see this toxicity, especially in the business niche that people are, who are millionaires and millionaires, they are always showing off. I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it gives- Most billionaires are not doing that, okay? <laughs> the people who are pretending, a lot of the people yeah. who have no money are completely broke are showing that off. The people I know 
I probably know more billionaires than most people. They're not doing this. The people who are truly successful aren't doing I know it looks like because you go on the social media and you see these people showing off these things. You know, I know it looks like that's something you need to do. I'm telling you, it doesn't work. Right. But Unless you're just trying to sell other people on this fake lifestyle, you can be rich too. Then yes, yes, that works. Yeah. But I'm assuming if you're in this group, you're not, that's not the kind of person you are. You care about actually helping people more than pretending that you are successful. Yeah. Look, there's this woman who came to me and she said, Dennis, I know you're really good with the dollar a day thing. Can you scale my program on how to become a millionaire? She's got a program teaching people how to make their first million dollars. And I looked at her stuff. There was nothing there. It was just more of this flaunting fake nonsense stuff. And she said, what's the price? I said, the price is $1 million for me to help you. She said, what? I, I can maybe afford $1,000 a month you know, while I'm trying to get my program launched. Well, you should probably take your own course on how to make a million dollars. And once you're done taking your course, come to me. And then, you can, then we can work together. You haven't even achieved the thing that you're selling. Yeah. Yes, but I, I've read all the books on how to become a millionaire. And so I've condensed all of it. And I'm going to teach people from all the books that I've learned from this person and this person. Yes, but you yourself haven't done that. I'm sure everything you're teaching is correct, but you're just repeating what someone else said. They can watch YouTube themselves. They can read the books themselves. The reason people buy your coaching program is because you have done that thing yourself and you can help them and you care and you've, got, you've helped many other people do that. It's that simple. Yeah. Most of these coaches out there have no clients and they're trying to sell something that they know they haven't done. Look, I have a friend, Parker Nathans. And he runs webinar wins mm -hmm. and he helps people succeed with webinars. He, re he sits down with them. He records the webinar. He knows how to structure the webinar, how to promote the webinar, run YouTube ads to get to the webinar, turn it into an evergreen webinar. So his whole thing is using webinars to sell coaching programs, right? And he's done that and he's doing it for himself and he's done it for me. And he did it for Alex Berman and he's got interviews where he's, talking to Alex Berman or he's talking to me about what are the different components of setting up a webinar? What kind of offer should you make? How do you structure it? How long should it be? And we're doing it. We're not just answering these questions. We have behind the scenes where we're preparing. Okay, right now we've created the script and here's where the slides are and this is what we're working on. And we're showing, documenting step-by-step step as we're doing it, not trying to sell. We're showing this is how we're doing it. This is what our sales are. You know, right. We made $30,000 in the last webinar, which is terrible because the previous webinar, we did $120,000, right? But here's the mistakes that we made because we, we missed on a couple parts of our process, right? And we're honest about it. We're, Aditi, how often have you seen people admit to mistakes that they're making? You're a coach? Less. I know you're not perfect. When do you admit to a mistake? I mean, very less. Because Almost never. I would so And I admit I mistakes all the time. I make mistakes left and right. Right. We hire VAs that don't work out. You know, we're late on a project, whatever it is, but we eventually get the result. But we admit the mistake, which creates more client trust. Yeah. That you're only human. And that's what sells. Yeah. But trying to show your fake luxury lifestyle. And if all I see is you, 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 that's not very human. Yeah. If you're trying to convince me, you're a coach, you're trying to convince me to sign up for your program. And I don't see many, many successes. I don't see mainly your people talking about you and how good you are and how their life is improved. And all I see is just you trying to sell me on your program. 
how likely is it that your program actually works? Very unlikely. It's that simple. We've been going on the same topic this whole time. And I don't mean to be rude or getting on my soapbox, but this is the same problem. It's a very simple problem. You're here right now watching this and you're selling coaching, especially high ticket coaching. This is exactly what the problem is. I've seen it thousands of times. Right. That's for sure. That was amazing, actually. Thank you so much for sharing that with the audience. Like everyone loved it. And to grow your brand and to grow your group, it would be a shame if the knowledge we shared here was only in this group. You want to bring people to this group? Make a lot of the best content available outside so people can see it, right? Repurpose it, turn it to a blog post, put it on all the different social medias. That's what I do with the people that I interview. Yeah, that's what I do. The same thing like uh, on my Instagram, this will be going on YouTube, on my Facebook page as well, like the profile one. So everywhere on my email list and everywhere. Yeah. And so we have an army of VAs and they might take something like this, which is 43 minutes long, and they'll chop it out into seven or eight different stories. Most people aren't going to sit here and, you know, for 45 minutes to watch a whole thing. They're going to watch one little story. Think of it like a movie trailer, which will then want you to watch the whole movie. Right. Right. If you want to get people to watch your movie, well, A, it has to be a good movie to get good reviews, but you also have to make a movie trailer. Any of you guys that are doing webinars or podcasts or whatnot, you might have an amazing webinar that went for an hour, but people who don't know you are not going to just all of a sudden spend an hour. Like they're not, they're not willing to do that. Cut out the highlights. Yeah. Then that will bring, that's the movie trailer to bring people into the movie, which is your long form content, right? Right. That was amazing. I record all the Zoom calls with our clients. And at the end, I ask them, hey, that is amazing. Can we, do we have permission to use some of the highlights on social media? They say yes. So I'm literally using the, and of course we exclude confidential information or, you know, some sometimes there's things they don't, you know, they don't want to know. They don't want us to show. Of course, we're not going to show like their clients, clients, things like that, right? But they'll almost, they almost always say yes. So our marketing's done, the, our marketing is already done because we're working. We're we're focusing on delivering the result. We're focusing on optimizing ads. We're focusing on conversions and whatnot. And then we have a team that's taking all that repurposing and honoring our clients. I don't have to worry about marketing or selling. Yeah. But if you're a coach and it's just you and you don't have people to do it, then you could do it on Fiverr and Upwork and hire someone for $20 to chop things up and whatnot. You could learn how to use Descript, which is a simple tool. There's a lot of ways to do it, but... I've looked at enough coaches. Most people aren't doing these basic things because it's just them. Just try to get sales. and don't have any clients. If you're not generating enough revenue, then you can't afford to do these things. But it only costs a few hundred dollars a month to do what I'm talking about. Right. That was amazing. Like really, really powerful stuff. Awesome. So then the question for everyone here is what are you going to do about this? This is awesome stuff. It was amazing. Okay, great. I appreciate that. Now, what are you going to do? I'd appreciate, you know, comment below. What are you going to do? Are you just going to go on to the next chore, the next meeting and say, oh, that was interesting. It's like listening to background music. Or are you going to do something? What are you going to do of all the things that you could do? Turn on professional mode. Set up dollar day ads. Go Google me and see a knowledge panel that shows up. And if you follow the techniques we talked about here today, you can trigger knowledge panel too, right? What are you going to do? For you yeah sorry to cut you off like uh 
Lisa says that when we boost, doesn't our organic reach decreases? It takes away a little bit from your organic reach, but if you don't have much organic to begin with, you have nothing to cannibalize. So that's why I boost over a, a period of a week initially to test. Because how long does the post last organically? Maybe a few hours, maybe half a day, right? Doesn't last very long. That's the trouble with social, right? Yeah. Any social, Twitter even, it lasts just a few hours. So you go to all this effort, make this post, you get good engagement, and then it's dead a day later. Well, if it was a good post, wouldn't you want to keep it going? So just boost it. Don't even worry about waiting a day or two and then boosting it. Just boost it. And then the other question people ask is, well, should I just space out my posts a day apart? No, just you can just go ahead and post them all, right? I mean, you could wait a few hours between them if you want, but don't worry <laughs> about scheduling. If you have something good to say, post it. Sometimes I'll post seven times in one day. Oh. Sometimes I won't post for a week or two. Wow. And it's totally okay. Don't use hashtags either. That's the other mistake I see. Yeah. And don't use stock art. Don't do the quote card stuff. Do video. Even if you don't edit the video, just post raw videos of you and the clients. Or you have a thought, just record the video on your cell phone and post it and boost it right then. You do that and you're going to overcome all these questions that cause people to get hung up and stuck and, and end up not doing anything. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a perfectly edited. You don't even have to edit the video. You can just post it. That's amazing. Uh, I make a post about it and I'm done in two minutes. Most of my posts take me two minutes to do. A lot of people, I think this is one of the biggest mindset belief that you can overcome everyone, that you don't have to really look like, you know, have really good videos, just post it. Yeah. I have videos where I'm just walking around and I'm tired and whatever. And the, the, I'm just walking around downtown. It's noisy outside and I make a video and it works great. I was in San Diego at the social media examiner conference, which is called social media marketing world, the big one for social media people. And I had just this burning idea. Somebody came up to me and they asked me about mentorship and they had all the wrong ideas. They wasted all this money on all these coaching programs. And I was just so pissed off. I went to, you know, I made a video just on the spot as I was walking back to the hotel, you know, as I was walking and I said, you know, you want to hire a mentor? or find a great mentor, find someone who's done the thing that you want to do. If you don't know what you want to do, you can't find that mentor. But if you know exactly what you want to do and you find someone who's done that, that's your mentor. Your mom will give you advice and she means well and loves you, but yeah. she doesn't have credibility. Talk to people who have done the thing that you want to do and follow them. And so I made a video about that and it took off, right? It did really, really well. And I didn't rehearse it. It was just in that moment I made that video. I didn't wait to, oh, I'll make one tomorrow when I'm dressed better. I'm tired today. I, I have a dinner that's in 10 minutes. I don't have time. No, I did it while I was walking on the way back to the hotel for dinner. And it did really well. And that's a video I would not have made because by tomorrow I would have been busy and I would have forgotten and something else would have come up. It would have never happened. The best video is the one you make. Amazing. That was awesome. I mean... That was incredible advice and I will make, I'm going to test the dollar a day strategy on my best organic posts because I get hundreds of likes and comments on my posts. Now I'm really, really excited to test this strategy. Let's see how you do. And everyone else here, I'm, I'm excited to see how you do here. And I'd love to elevate people that are using dollar a day. And then you have me sharing it. I've got a million followers. Yeah. <clears throat> me sharing your success because you're, high, you're demonstrating how you do this stuff, you know, step by step. 
I love to honor people. You don't even have to be a client. You look at my post, I'm sharing success from all sorts of, it's the abundance mindset we talked about. I love sharing people that practice what we preach. Most people don't do it because they have the mindset issue and whatever weird thing they have that prevents them from doing these very simple things that we talked about here today. Amazing. That's awesome. So before we will hop see, off, like pleasure hanging out with you and pleasure hanging out with your group. I want to see what you guys are doing. Like, this is cool to talk, but I want to see you take action. Yes. I want to see the result. Got it. And a lot of like people would like to connect with you on socials. So where are you more active, like Facebook or Instagram? <laughs> Every single social network. You can find me there. Awesome. Whatever your favorite one is. Great, guys. I'll post this. the link below. Yeah. Just Google me. You want to find me? Literally. The proof of whether you have a personal brand and who you are is to Google a person. Before you hire someone, don't you Google them? So Google me. See. Right. I worked at Yahoo and a lot of my friends, this is way back in the day, and they went to Google and then the Google IPO'd and they made a lot of money. No okay. one said Yahoo. It's so I'm like, you know, maybe I'm working, you know, at the wrong company, but do that. I'd love to connect. I'd love to hear what you guys awesome. are doing. I've got a coaching program too. All the content I have out here is free, right? This stuff is free. You can Google it and see all this stuff, thousands of videos and articles. It's free, but I have a six-week coaching program. If and you what want does help, it help people with? Yeah, where we help people week by week implement dollar a day, not just you know motivate you, not just it's not a course. You can get all the training out there for free, yeah. but if you want help from me, you want me to look at your stuff and our team to help implement some of these pieces. It's blitzmetrics.com slash dad, which is D-A-D. It's $2,500 for six weeks. So that's what we offer. But we offer it for free. You can look at all the stuff. All the stuff we teach from a course standpoint is all for free. But if you want access to me and our time and our support, then you pay. And you as coaches should do the same thing. Put all your knowledge out there for free. Yeah. But if they want access to you, your time is expensive, right? Amazing. Yeah, right. That's what we do. Even like... We did a five-day challenge recently. We literally gave it all away. And our paying, paid clients were asking us, like, you gave this all away for free and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. it is. Is like, there anything, so any knowledge you have that is a secret that's not already on the internet that you haven't already said many times before? You want people who sell programs, who do coaching to be repeating the same thing because they, if they have a model that works, right? The reason I'm repeating the same things, this is a model that, that has worked. We've tuned it. Yeah. We're only going to, I'm only going to say things that I know that we've done many times that I know work. Right. Right. So that's a good thing. That's a good signal. Amazing. All right. Thank you so much, Dennis, for Thank being you. on the show. And it was amazing. I learned, like, I, I'm going to make sure that now, I, what do you do, right? I'll put the question on you. What are you going to do based on what we talked about? So I'm going to do a challenge next month and I'm going to implement this dollar a day strategy to drive people to the challenge. I'm very excited to do that. I'll send you a screen Amen. for how it goes. Keep me posted. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, thank you so much, Dennis. Mm -hmm.